This is the Zone Podcast, covering everything you need to know about sports. Step into the zone with Mike Riggs and Young Biscuit. <laughs> Young Biscuit, aka Riley Egan. Hey, how's it going? I'm Young Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> I almost, I almost messed up, man. Hey, uh, these oh, things no, I happen. Forgot, I forgot that his name was Young Biscuit. These, it's okay. thing, these things happen. What's going on, everybody? She got Mike Riggs. And it's Young Biscuit. And you are now tuned in. And who are you over here, gentlemen? Uh, Nathaniel Jams. All right, you're tuning in to episode seven of The Zone. Is it seven? Number seven. Number seven. We made it this far, gentlemen. Well, let's let's, let's jump right into it. A few weeks ago, we talked about good old LeVar Ball. There's somebody walking past me. I don't know who it is. They're looking at me kind of uh, odd out of the corner of their eye. But anyway, we, talk, we said um, a few weeks ago, LeVar Ball. We're going to talk about him. Now, for those who do not know who LeVar Ball is, Lonzo Ball, top five draft pick, um, his father. Mm-hmm. Uh, very outspoken gentleman. Likes to talk. Somehow he's been right. So for, from the everything he said thus far has been correct. He predicted this Lakers situation. The only thing he was wrong about is they didn't win the championship. So a um a few weeks ago he was on Fox Sports. Now there was a, a couple reporters um, who went in on him, had some things to say. Obviously, I mean it's happened. He talks a lot, and um they said they they said a lot of stuff. If you want to get that first clip ready, um they said a lot of stuff about Lonzo looking like a um. Not not being um being scared of his father, looking like a robot, and all kind of stuff. So go ahead and play that first clip. Lavar's annex hurting his son. I thought today it really crystallized for me. Yeah, he's having an impact. He emasculated his son on national television today. His son looks like a robot, and his father looks like the total man in the family. And his son is about to go off to some NBA franchise and be surrounded by grown men and it seems like he's just daddy's little boy, uh, a, a little robot who's completely controlled by his father. Uh, I think I've, I'm I'm out on LeVar Ball. I think he's a problem for this kid, his shtick. He's talking about a reality TV show and all that. This ain't about his sons. This is about LeVar Ball. He needs to get out of the way and let his sons lead their, live their lives. Now, for those who don't know, that was the voice of Jason Whitlock from Spot, from uh, Fox Sports One. He's on there with Colin Coward, uh, Kristen Leahy, and a couple other of other people. He had he had his words to say. So Lonzo and him were on there. They were on ESPN. They they, they pretty much did a tour, and Lonzo pretty much didn't talk. He said all the five words, and um, Jason had, of course, Jason Whitlock. For those who don't know, he has a he has a reputation for going at oh, black he, athletes. I mean, Jason Whitlock, as a journalist, has been in under fire before. Yeah, for putting his foot in his mouth. Well, I mean, he went at Serena Williams. Yeah. He went at LeBron James. He went at Colin Kaepernick. There are not a lot of likable players in this whole situation no. that we got going on. So he, LeVar Ball had some choice things to say about him, and we'll get into that. But now we want the, the big, the big out, the big thing was um, the way LeVar talked to Kristen Leahy. So if you want to play that next clip, let's hear what she had to say. Uh, clip number two? Yeah, clip two. That proves a point right there. All three sons, you, got, you have kids. How rare is it that all three kids want to do the exact same thing? They're being forced to do it. They're being told, you will start basketball at age six, like Lonzo told us. And whenever you asked him a question, I think he said, what, five words? And he looks terrified whenever he's talking. I asked, have you ever had a disagreement with your father? And he said, no. And everyone at this table, we know, you at one point or another disagree (laughs) with your parent, unless you're afraid to disagree with your parent. And what he saw to me looks like he's terrified to go against anything his father says. now, at the age of 18, I was still living at home with my parents. Um, I believe Lonzo's 18. He might be turning 19 soon. But at mm-hmm. the age of 18, I was still living at home with my parents. My dad is a six-foot football player, still in pretty good shape. 
I opened my mouth one time, and you know what happened to me? Me and him went in the backyard. He said, get in the three-point stance, and he ran me over. After, after that Damn. time, I said nothing else to my father. And if you look at LeVar Ball and you look at Alonzo, he's probably, he may not have said anything publicly. He may say, I've never disagreed with my father. But me personally, I'm not going to disagree with my father. I'm not going to say, tell him to be quiet when this man is paying for my school. He got a scholarship, but he's, you know, he paid for me to go to this private school. He paid for me to, he's paying for all these shoes, his clothes. I don't have a job. So he took care of me. So my opinion, she was kind of out of bounds for questioning questioning LeVar Ball as a father. I think in the specifically in the African American community, when you see fathers in their kids' lives and you question them like that, it kind of it, it's a touchy subject. So let's get into that last clip we got of her and let's hear what she has to say. I don't think LeVar would let him do that. I honestly think LeVar will have to approve of any girl that comes into his life. But it's also telling that Lonzo said he wants to stay close to home that he wants to play for the Lakers. Good job, great, if you want to play for the Lakers, I understand that, but it said it's close to home. He doesn't want to leave his father, doesn't want to leave that nest, and that's not going to go over well when you're surrounded by grown men playing in the NBA. Now, it's, it's been well documented that Alonzo said he wants to play for the Lakers. Cool, that's great, if that's what he wants to play for. His father, it, it, sound, it seems to me that his father just does the talking for him. He does a lot of talking. He doesn't love talking for probably everybody in this room. He talks a lot, but if this kid is say he's told you what he wants to do, and you're continually questioning him. So, Lonzo Solovar comes on, on the Colin Coward show. You can get the next one ready. He comes on the show. Lavar, as we know, is like any man. If you question me, I'm going to fire back at you. So the same energy that you have towards me is the same energy I'm going to give you when I see you face to face. And that's what Lavar do, does on this clip here. Boss, have you sold any shoes yet? Yeah, I, I sold a, a good amount to me. Like I said, there's different amounts. How many? Stay, Stay in your lane. Anyway, I'm just curious. I don't even worry about her over there. Like, Every time she scares me to kind death. Of she says she scares Lonzo. Lonzo scared of me. She scares me. That's I'm why I don't look that way. I don't look over there because she scares me. Well, I'm thinking no, I, of Saul right now. I'm just trying. I'm, Leave I'm, me alone. Uh, uh, I'll tell you, four, five hundred huh. pair. So she's a reporter. Her job is to probe. She can report to whoever she wants behind her. What's, I'm talking I, what is, to you, Colin. Well, what's your what is your problem with me? Hey, my problem is you are a hater. Why? Am I, I a would hater? never wear a big baller shirt. But no, good. I didn't Don't say even that. talk to me. But I heard you say I'm not even worried I, about. I said that I wouldn't wear something that. It like says a woman. big baller. It's the same thing. Yeah. With I, all due respect, I, you're a great reporter. Just not reporting on me. I have a right to say what you shirt I would and wouldn't wear. Uh oh. Welcome to Big Baller Zone. Well, no, no well, I think I, I actually was, was saying offensive. it as like a point. No, to I didn't her say, it is. No, 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 no. Oh, I didn't you're say telling it was offensive. Now. <laughs> I didn't say it was offensive. Yeah. I just said, you know, if you want to, you know, work with Nike, Adidas, and Under Armour to maybe have something that appeals to women. Oh, I thought that yeah. was a legit. I mean, I don't have okay. to agree, but She's I thought fine. that was a pretty I don't good agree point. With her. I don't agree but with I thought her. it was a good no, point. No, I'm actually saying it as like a point of advice. I'm not friends with her. I don't even see that. I don't even see it. I, I wasn't saying it as like I, I would never wear this. What's this show about saying, again? Ain't we talking about shoes? I don't want to talk about all that. Next. Well, <laughs> well I, I think if, in order to have a successful company, you're going to have to have women who like your brand. Uh, you know, the, yeah, if you have a women's company. But anyways. Oh, so you're not about, marketing We're women. talking about big baller brand. Okay. You know what? He don't need no credibility to say I'm a gangster and I do this and I do that. No, Lonzo's a ball player. He is who he is. And like I said, and going back to Whitlock, I don't think he can comment on anything but snacks. 
Now, wow. that's a little harsh. It's going to be harsh because he want to be harsh so on me. So you disrespect Guess what? women on, and people uh, for their no, weight? No, that's what you say. I didn't say nothing about no, no weight. No, you just said that to me. Like I told I'm not even worried about you right now. Keeping your lane. Can you look like me I in said, the eye? Like I said, Whitlock, I don't want to look at you now. You scare me to death. Oh. Like I said, compliment. Uh, Thank like, you. Yes. They wouldn't want to work with you anyway because you don't respect women, so... She's, she's after you today. Oh, I don't respect not, women, I'm but I'm the one that's also married. true. I'm, I'm good. Well, she can say what she wants. She's, she's trying to put it. I never disrespect women. But I tell you what, you if, you act, if you act like that, something's guess coming. what? Something's coming to you. Oh. And it's okay. Do you? All right, so let's unpack what we just heard there. So we heard that energy from LeVar Ball. Yeah, let's, uh, I um, mean, to provide some context, Christine Leahy is a white woman. So, like, and I mean, there are so many dynamics here at play that. A couple things. Really disgusting. A couple. A couple things stood out to me. You know who this man is. You know. You know what. He, you know how he's going to be when he comes in the room. And then is, you tried to, is, to me. To me, she tried to play the victim. Have did, you not seen Get Out? <laughs> but I mean, still, does that is that an excuse for his behavior? No. He. No. He, 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 he. What he said, he could have said in a different way. It was. It he, was. It was said in a disrespectful manner. He was out of line. Um, I think in my. In, so what stands out to me is one year of college basketball, 26 games played, uh, 40% field goal percentage, and 2.2 points per game. That's what stands out to me. <laughs> um, that's LeVar Ball's uh, stat sheet for his college basketball days. So I understand where she's coming from because I think he is using his children for success, and I think he has scared them into using them for success. I think um, scaring them using it is such a strong word because these kids can ball. Let's just be real. Yeah, but they, I, he's, he can he can ball. He's riding on he's he's riding on his children's success because he did not have any. I mean the the description of Le, the the ball family and Lavar Le, being the patriarch, like call it shades of the Jackson family. Family. Yes, yes. Like definitely. it reminded me of Joe Jackson. And, yeah, which was a very traumatizing experience for those kids. And I mean. Again, that's just me looking on the outside. Mm -hmm. I can only comment so much. Yeah, but that's the thing that comes to mind for me. Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't. I, I didn't like I, the only thing. I, the only thing. Here's the deal. Here's here's where I stand. Right. This with the, with that with this particular situation that just went down. I'm right there with him. What everything he said, he could have said it in a different way. The way she's positioned in that room, she's you can't really see her. So that when he was saying, "I'm not even going to look over here," she's in the back of the pretty much the back of the room. So. For my, my thing is like don't act surprised when this man comes in here and gives you that same energy. So my my, my thing is that he's borderline genius. Now, follow me on this. I know it sounds crazy. This man has sold five hundred pair of shoes at five hundred dollars a piece. I must say I did buy a pair of those slides for two twenty. Don't judge me. But <laughs> <laughs> he has sold five hundred five hundred pair of shoes, and that accounts to what quarter mil, I believe it is. Yeah, he's close. So close enough. If Lonzo comes in and 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 he's what I predict to be Magic Johnson, but with something like a jump shot, and he's Rookie of the Year, and he's an All Star, that's just gonna triple. That's just gonna quadruple, and eventually somebody's gonna be crazy enough to offer him the billion dollars he wants because they're gonna want a piece of that pie. So what he's did, he's with the independent route. I get it. He needs to calm down a little bit, maybe get some training, calm down a little bit, but. He's 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 borderline genius to he's genius going into crazy right now. I mean, the whole the only thing Levar Ball needs to do in order to get his chip is keep his son in the news. Yeah, and that's exactly what he's that's doing. That's exactly what he's doing. It, but he's been right. Do you think Magic Johnson's not looking at this kid like, dang, that could be me? That that's me right there because the kid can ball. 
Listen, I mean, he 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 at the college level, he took a team that we've said that won 15 games last year. They went to the Elite Eight this year, uh, Sweet 16 this year. So the kid can ball. He 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 can he he's going to be successful in the NBA, in my opinion. But either a, you guys got to stop giving this man media attention, or b, don't act surprised when he comes at you, Jason Whitlock. Don't be surprised because you went you you have a reputation of going at people like this. So the fact that he went at Jason Whitlock, he went you went at him. He went at you. Excuse me, Charlamagne the God went at you. You wrote a little record about him that was pretty interesting. He went back at you. So don't act surprised when people come at you. That same energy you putting out, just expect it to come around in some way, shape, or form. That's all I'm gonna say about this situation because the more and more I talk about, it, the more and more I have more to say about it because there's so many ways it makes me feel because being the media, they try to portray you as something totally different. And even the way they cut the clips on TV, they never showed the stuff prior to LeVar Ball coming on the show. They wanted to make it seem like he's the big bad the big bad guy coming on the show, attacking the blonde girl in the back. When she really put out the energy. And she's a great but she is a great reporter. She does a great job at what she does. But just don't be surprised when people come at you like that. That's just my thing about it. I just hate LeVar Ball. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I think the dude's a scumbag. Um, I think I, he rides the coattails of his son's success. I think he, yeah, he's a great businessman, and he's keeping his sons in the, I, he's keeping his sons in the, uh, in the news and everything like that. That's great. He's gonna make some money, but damn, the dude, he just sucks. Like I want to see him do one good thing, and while well, the spotlight's on him, when the spotlight's on him, he is a dick. Yeah, yeah. Do one good thing. Say something nice. Like prove give to it, me that you're not just a total asshole. Like give us a good news story. Yeah. <laughs> Like, get, if you give me a good news story, that that'll turn me around on you, man. Don't, donate some shoes to some some like some like a kids basketball team. You know, and, and, and you know what? And these things are saying he very may, very well may do in the future. I'm not here to defend him. I'm just here to say I, I get it. <laughs> I grew up. My my pops is from Alabama. I grew up with a pops who wasn't hard on me, but he was like, "You're gonna be a man." You're going to learn how to be a man. So I get it. I understand where he's coming from. My pops was nowhere near like this in public. Yeah, I mean, your pops was respectful to people. Yeah, he was very. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm making yeah. assumptions. I, I have yeah. met your dad, and your yeah. dad is a nice guy. Yeah. And, and like, yeah. Yeah, just don't piss. Just don't get on his bad side. <laughs> yeah. Your dad might be from Alabama, but LeVar Ball was born in L.A. He was he's born like, in L.A. I mean, there's a special kind of dictitude that comes from being in L.A. And that that roots of people. Touche, touche, touche. All right. But, all but, right. at the, but at the end of the day, I just want to see this kid succeed. Um, we, yeah. can, we can we can talk about him all we want. We can pick I him mean, apart. He's not doing this well. He's not doing that well. As, a, as, a, as, a, as my mom once said to me, my mom imparted some wise words of wisdom to me one day. We were talking about college college players. She said, my mom doesn't watch sports. She says, you go to college to get a good job, right? Yep. <laughs> I, I mean, say, well, okay. Yeah, I mean, the easy solution here is, yeah, just get the kid to be able to yeah. get, get the kid to talk. But then again... You know, I'm two ways about it because in the NFL, I don't think people should be required to talk. The only thing that they need to be required to do is perform on the court, perform on the field. I'm thankful. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fined. Right, right. I mean, so, we, I mean, there's there's so many ways to parse this out, and it's a weird time. Yeah. But also, he's the hottest commodity he is. right now in the NBA. There's, he's not even going number one. He's the yeah. biggest name in the draft. He's the biggest name in the draft, and he's not even the best player. And if he goes to the Lakers, LeVar Ball, once again, is going to look like a genius. He's going to be right again. Anyway, we can stay on this topic forever today. <laughs> uh, um, let's talk some NHL. It was sad to see those Ducks go last week. Quack, quack. I know it's quite a few Duck fans in, um, around here, around I, these I, parts. Man, I'm a Duck fan, but I definitely requ- uh, I, I predicted that they'd be out of here by now. You definitely did. You definitely did. So right now we got um, Nashville going to the Stanley Cup Finals. First time in history. Mm-hmm. 
Young team. Young team. Uh-huh. Right now, it's either going to be Ottawa, Pittsburgh right now is 0-0. Tied up. Oh, man, that could be a good one. It's is, uh, going into the second period right now. I feel like uh, sports in general, it's always that team that gets hot is going to be that team that, that takes that goals all the way. Could this be Nashville's year? With the way that they've been going? Yeah. I think so. They, I yeah. mean, if anybody, the way, the way that they've been playing, yeah. if anybody could take down the Pens, it would be Nashville. Yeah. Nashville's taking down some Giants. They definitely That would have. be cool to see that as well. Uh, Pittsburgh's have enough championships lately. Did like, Nashville spread the wealth? Did Nashville take down uh, Chicago? Man, was were they in that bracket? Well, I know, I know, I know. Chicago lost in the first round. I can't, I can't remember who they lost to. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, but I know whoever they lost to, they definitely were not. They were number one seed, and they um they lost. But yeah, Nashville's looking good. They're they're definitely looking good now. Another another gentleman we we like to talk about is good old LeBron James. Now, prior to what was that game three, me and a buddy of mine, Mister Joseph Lang, if he's listening, shout out to Joseph Lang. Everybody, know, maybe Joe Lang. You probably can't hear us because he has noise, can- can- yeah, it's noise canceling <laughs> headphones. <laughs> but me and him, we had a conversation about LeBron James, and I and, and I said, um, LeBron James is LeBron James is is great, as I've admitted a few weeks ago on this podcast. He's great. But he does not have that killer in- instinct that Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, and Kyrie Irving apparently have. He's got a different kind of clutch. It's definitely not that killer instinct clutch. Yeah, he's that clutch is non-existent at times. So yeah. <laughs> the next game you have this team on the rope who you're clearly better than. Game three comes up. What does LeBron do? 11 points. What do you think? He was sick. He was sick. Michael Jordan was sick too. And how many did he score in that flu game? Anyway. He was hungover. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, he was absolutely drunk, or somebody had kicked the shit out of him before a gambling debt the night before. <laughs> Conjecture. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's cover our asses. Yeah, right. sorry. Sources Alleg- say that that Allegedly. Happened. Allegedly. Yeah. There we go. You know, statute of limitations up on that. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> but there's the, my thing, well, my, here's the deal. Michael Jordan, LeBron James, there's no comparison. Let's let yeah. let's let that go slip. No. I mean, I'm with Scottie Pippen. He's not even Kobe right now. No. But the thing, the thing of it is, is that LeBron James keeps bringing this type of conversations up. He said, prior, I think was it prior to the year during the season, that I'm chasing a ghost of number 23. Well, when you say that, people are going to start picking you apart. Well, mm-hmm. then let's start here. Mike didn't leave and go join three, two other superstars. Mike didn't come back when your team got great and then went traded for another superstar. So the people out there, they, they say, you know, I see a lot of people on social media, oh, LeBron this, LeBron that. Hate, hate, hate. No, it's not hate. It's just fact. He's the one. He brings all this stuff onto him. Now, if he goes to the finals and beats this Golden State Warriors team, I will say that he's 1B to Mike. If he does that. I mean, if he did that, that would likely give him, I mean, two championships in Cleveland <laughs> is insane. True. That, like, I mean, until the Indians had won, like that was one of the most destitute like championship cities in like in the United States. I don't think they're yeah. Uh, Cleveland broke their like win their championship list. Yeah, last uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I I'm not sure that had they had they ever won one outside of the Browns since 1965. Was it 65? I don't know. The last one was the Browns though. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah. Um. So I think that that says a lot about like, I mean, as far as what somebody means to a city. Uh, I don't know. I, th- I think there's a lot that you can take into account when you're determining the greatest of all time. Like if we're talking, like if we're talking about Michael Jordan, obviously there's some great things about Michael Jordan. If we're talking about LeBron James, I think, I mean, when Michael Jordan retired, people didn't burn his jersey 
in the middle of Chicago. Well, well he, also didn't put, left, he also didn't put on a charade and, and left yeah. his hanging, too. Yeah, I guess. But it's also... I don't know. I just think he means a lot to those fans. He definitely does. So. And I think when he left that first time, it was more... It's just it's hurt. I hate to use this analogy, but it's kind of like that girlfriend that just leaves you, and you're like, you know, f, f this chick. <laughs> it's it's, it's kind of like when that person that you're really into, you're really digging, you really love, and they leave you. You're like, dang, did she really just do that? Like, like how, how would you feel if you if somebody broke up with you over Twitter? I mean, I'd be pretty bummed, but then I'd ask if Dwight Howard and Chris Bosh were wherever they were at, and then I'd be like, yeah. oh, I get it. <laughs> I understand. Uh, man, I don't have a Chris Paul in my <laughs> yeah, exact, Exactly, yeah. Like, just, that's Mor- fine. Moral, is, moral of the story for me is, is he ever going to be Mike? No, because he's a totally different kind of player. He's a yeah. physical force we've never seen in this game that can do what he does. We have saw Shaq, who was dominant, but Shaq couldn't, couldn't cut. Shaq yeah. was not a... Well, I'll take that back. In his younger years in Orlando, Shaq was a locomotive coming up, oh, to, yeah. up the court. And, and then he learned, you know, learned a few few other tricks when he got picked up by the Lakers. Yeah, but he he, he put on so much more muscle yeah. um, that he wasn't as lean as he was in mm-hmm. college in Orlando. We, we saw Dwight Howard, but Dwight Howard, for whatever reason, just really couldn't get it right. This kid just decided he wanted to have a baby in every NBA city. I mean, how how long has LeBron been in the league? He's been in since 03, so 11 years. 11 years. Mm-hmm. For the past 11 years, we've been having this hackney conversation about, is he the next Jordan? And it's so lazy. Yeah. It is, it is mm-hmm. a lazy comparison. Let's put it to rest. Yeah. It, LeBron is LeBron. As yeah. much as it hurts me to say this, as a Carmelo Anthony fan, also Carmelo, get it together, get your get your wife back. I hope you're still working on that, bro. <laughs> oh my god! Um, as a Carmelo fan, it pains me to say this, but LeBron is the best player we've seen of this generation. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. There's yeah. no, hands down, no question. It just is what it is. And my thing is like, it's like I had to really sit back at the house when I was like, damn, let me just enjoy this greatness while we have it because we don't know what's going to be next. I mean, let's think about it. KD yeah. is, you know, he's he's bordering 30. Steph is bordering 30. I'm not really looking forward to watching Klay Thompson personally. I mean, we've had three very solid generations. You can, you know, we've had Team Jordan, you have yeah. Team Kobe. Now it's, we got it's, Bron Bron. it's the Bron era. Mm-hmm. So um, It's his era. You know, let, him, let him be LeBron. Let's I, for th- one, will embrace the Lonzo Ball era with open arms. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? We say that no. jokingly, but that could be the that era. That could be it. I, I mean, mean, he's going over there potentially with Magic Johnson, who's probably the greatest point guard of all time. Declined a workout we, from the Celtics. I mean, we'll, we'll be, like, I... <laughs> I, for this kid, for honestly, I hope that that's what that's the conversation that people are having yeah. in five to ten years. That this is the Lonzo Ball era. Yeah, I mean, he can define it. I mean, I personally don't think he'll be the best player out of this draft. Is my opinion. Mm. Will he be up there? Definitely. But I mean, Kobe Bryant wasn't you know no. necessarily the best player out of that draft. But that he was grew an into amazing being the, mm-hmm. draft. He too. grew into being the best player in the NBA in this generation. Yeah, Allen yeah, Iverson, they, uh, the great day, the good days, '96 draft, great draft. Um. Let's talk about these finals coming up. First off, oh, before man. we get, let's talk about these playoffs. Let's do it. Worst playoffs of all time, maybe. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, matter yeah, of fact, yeah. no question, um, the worst. Again, another quote I got from Joseph Lang: um, the the Bay Area basketball team, starting forward Kevin Durant, um, told the fans that fans want to see buzzer beaters, buzzer beaters every game. It's not like that. Sometimes, if you don't like it, don't watch. <laughs> like, yo, you can't say that. You cannot say that in a bad playoff season. He's like, if you, and KD, the thing, KD, I feel like in the last four years, he has just started to go at, go at the, he just doesn't care. Like, I remember when he, like, started coming up in Oklahoma City, yeah. like, he had this ad campaign, like, no role models, <laughs> not a role model, like, kind of going off of the Charles, Charles Barkley thing. Like, I'm not a nice guy. I'm like, that's cool, but 
well, to me, this started when he he first started when he went at uh, Stephen A. Smith a few years back, <laughs> and you know I was like, man, I'd pay to see that fight rather than I'd much rather pay to see uh, yeah Stephen A. Smith versus versus Kevin Durant than to pay to see Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> 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 um, but K- lately, KD has just been like, you know, whatever, I don't care. I mean, better KD than Draymond Green. <sighs> Draymond's been quiet this year. Yeah, right. Shockingly. Yeah. I mean, you, it's e- easier for people to forgive KD than it is to, for people to you forgive so? Draymond. I feel like the, I feel like KD has been put on this pedestal. I mean, I remember seeing him in high school, and he was so quiet. He was so laid back. He was on the stacked high school team, Oak Hill Academy. Most people are familiar, and um, he had an amazing team. He was there with uh, Ty Lawson, who's with Sacramento now, uh, Casey Rivers, Jamont Gordon, Bomba Fall, Eric Devendorf, a whole bunch of players. And KD was just a little guy. Mm. He was he was like six eight, but he was just not the guy. And then he went to Montrose and went to Texas and became the guy. But he's always been kind of, he can do no wrong, I guess. And now it's just kind of like, okay, <laughs> he just doesn't care anymore. Somebody's pissed him off. He's, he's playing with a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. He more so now than he, he wants has. A ring. He wants a ring. And I think, you know, say what you got to say, but man, you got to rein it in sometimes. So I guess my question to, to, to everyone in the room is the current status of the NBA, is this bad for, as a fan, do you is this bad? Like watching the regular season, watching the Blazers and the Bulls, two teams I like to follow. You just know they're they're just, it's fun watch, but you just know when it gets down to it, neither one of them are going to be there. It, it's uh, it's it's bad when it gets predictable. Yeah, like the level of competition needs some tuning. I mean, for the past however many years we've been seeing this in the Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. Where it's just the Cavs versus everybody else. And now it's just this whole thing is bled into the Western Conference across the league. It's it's not good. It's not fun to watch. I mean, people like high scoring high scoring games of blow it's blowouts are not dope. Yeah, yeah. We, we got some high scoring games. I mean it's gotta be one of the lowest rated like NBA finals in history for sure. Like I mean Playoffs you mean? Or sorry, yeah, uh, playoffs. I say this, this part three is gonna be it's gonna yeah. be uh, you know the finals uh, the finals are gonna be the same yeah. grace. Yeah. Well, speaking but, of speaking, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, um, the, yeah, these playoffs have sucked. I I can only hope that they uh, employ some sort of rule to avoid this sort of like top heavy conference. Well, that's the thing I, with the uh, the salary cap and stuff. They keep increasing the salary cap, so this is why Golden State was able to sign Kevin Durant because it looks Steph Curry. I think made eleven million dollars this past year, all because he he when they re-signed him, he had a bad ankle, and they're like, we're not gonna invest as much money into you. So this got lucky. I mean, I will say, I was mad when David Stern denied the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers for basketball reasons, <laughs> but I would like to see more of those decisions made in terms of balancing out teams so we don't have these super teams so that there's not this imbalance of play. Well, see, the NBA was running the, the yeah, uh, Hornets the, at yeah, that time. Yeah, the NBA was running the Hornets. So but, he was pretty much GM. Um, segue into Chris Paul. Report he, comes out. And because if he goes to the Spurs... The Spurs, mutual interest. Like... <laughs> I, this does not help. Yes, it does. Uh, this, this means that Popovich is guaranteed another ring. That's true. I mean, because <laughs> let's be frank, he had, they were up by twenty. They they blown out Golden State every yeah. every time they've won a game against Golden State this year. It's been in a blowout fashion. You know, when the Spurs win and win championships, that means that the league is balanced somehow. <laughs> like that, I, cause, because they are the balanced team. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are the fundamental basketball team. Man. Like, yeah, what what could have been? What what, what could have been? Would, would would they still be playing right now? Would they have beaten the Warriors? So many what ifs. So many what ifs. Shout out to Zaza, thank you. <laughs> um, but what could have been? I, I'm all about this. 
I think Chris Paul at the age of 31, 32 is like, you know what? I want a ring. All right, yeah. Let me just head on over here with Pop. Let me just take this little, no matter how much money he makes. He gets to play with Popovich. He gets yeah. to be a, on the San Antonio Spurs with the deep Kawhi well of Leonard. talent. Potentially, you know, they 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 would have to get rid of uh, Gasol or Aldridge. It'd probably be Aldridge because yeah. nobody's going to take Gasol. But yeah. even, I mean, what did Aldridge do this year? Anyway, it's neither here nor there. Um I would love to see it. I'll be there for it. But he's like, you know what? Let me just run all over here. Let me go to San Antonio. Let me just, instead of making, you know, 29, 30 million a year, I'll just take this 22, which is not a huge difference, and go play for a ring. Uh, 22 million to play for the Spurs versus the 29 to play anywhere else? Take the 22 to play with the Spurs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, most deaf. So, I mean. A cool 22. I can, t- I can deal. You, you could do you could yeah. do 22 million to be okay yeah, for I'd, you. I'd figure. <laughs> I'd get by. You, you Instead of buying the prime rib, you just get the regular T-bone or yeah. something like that, maybe, you know? Yeah. You, you don't need to go to the gourmet burger place. Sometimes yeah. you just need to get a Whopper. So, there you mm-hmm. go. Or go to Red Robin. Mm-hmm. Or if you, you know, or wherever. Uh, and, uh, we're not sponsored by any of these people that we're naming, so let's just kind of Wendy's sponsor us. <laughs> I'm sorry, all the uh, all these all these non sponsorships bur- are giving me a headache. These burger Could joints. you please give me an Advil? <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting- right after I crack open my Coca Cola. Oh my god! I'm starting to pull my hair out for this. I might need some Rogaine. Well, you <laughs> Pepsi. Speaking of Rogan, how does LeBron's hair always continue to, to pop back up? It's neither here nor there. Very expensive oh. surgeries. Yeah, um, he just gets bigger headbands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting thicker and thicker. That is, oh my gosh, let's not get on to that one. Well, speaking of headaches and heads, let's uh, let's get into cracking some skulls. Let's talk about this uh, squared circle, ladies and gentlemen. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I didn't have the soundboard up, so. You... Okay. Well, anyway. Shit. So we <laughs> We have too much fun here. Shout out to our producer, keeping it always doing doing what he does. Let's play that sound effect. We gotta have it. I'm waiting. <laughs> there we go. Now I feel like I can start talking talk about wrestling. There we go. There let's, we go. Talk, let's jump into the square circle real quick. So backlash just happened. What are your thoughts? How how, how do we feel about that? Um. Well, in an obvious overture to uh, the market in India. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like that's been like the Bleacher Report uh, hey man, shtick hey, this whole time. time. Out. Speaking that's of, tight. Speaking of but, India, can I give a shout out to my little bro Varun out there in India doing his thing? Yeah, he will also, oh, who also, who also didn't reply to my text message today. I saw that you seen it. It says seen. So shout out to my, my, my Varun, bro. Varun, shout outs and turn off your red receipts because man, no one needs to know when you've read a text. Man, I can't wait Except for the man get... who does definitely does not have side pieces. <laughs> man, I can't wait for him to get back. We got to get him on this podcast. Um, but anyway, go back to your what you were saying about Jinder Mahal. Oh, no. It's, it was like, it was a really good swerve. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was a little bit like... You know, they're going all in on India. Yeah, obviously. His meteoric push has been jarring, but I'm all about it. Yeah. Also, Randy Orton bores me. So, anybody voices in his head? Man, that whole snake thing and not into it. I was yeah. on, I'm a Randy Orton fan and I'm I was I, I don't yeah, I'm I don't know. Sometimes they, I don't know what they're doing with him. I'm looking at the match times right now. How did Kevin Owens defeat AJ Styles by countout in a match that lasted 21 minutes? <laughs> AJ Styles' foot got caught in a commentator table. Oh my gosh! So it was a it was a dirty win. It was not a clean win. But that's a good that's a good those both those guys yeah, put on good great good. matches. All right, cool. yeah, that was a, that was probably the match of the night. Um, well, for a lot of people, for me. The Brazongo Usos match was encapsulated wrestling for me. Really, in terms of like the things that make it fun, 
and, and some good wrestling. Because Brazongo did their thing. They were just they're, they're they're a comedy tag team. Well, speaking of um, tag teams, New Day just came back this week too. Yep, uh, they were on Talking Smack. Yeah, you know, it, you, you you can't you can't do anything but love them. Um, so I'm interested to see they're gonna add, they're gonna definitely bring some value to the yeah. tag. I feel like if if there's a weak division on SmackDown, it's the uh, the tag team for sure. And they've they've been you know they've been doing things with it like it's been great. Yeah, I mean the Usos are great as heels. They put on great promos. The Brazongo has been doing these great fashion file stuff, and now we've got New Day. So I mean it's lighting a fire under the tag team division. That's only other their only other exports are. Uh, the rising, the, the the shining stars slash the colognes and uh, ascension. My bad. <laughs> Let's talk about your boy uh, Shinsuke. He had his debut match finally. Him and Dolph Ziggler, solid, very solid match. It was good. It was good. It was a good match. I think uh, it was even better uh, on Tuesday night. Yeah. With uh, the legends of New Japan, Shinsuke and AJ Styles teamed up. Yeah, that was dope. That was like, oh my gosh, this is happening. Uh, to fight uh, Kevin Owens and Dolph. You know you know who I'm tired of seeing in a program is Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. I need them to do something different with yeah. Luke Harper. Because uh, Luke Harper is a dude that's been getting a lot more cut. Yeah. Getting a lot more lean. And he's a big dude that can move. Yeah. I'm tired of Eric Rowan. I'm tired of the Wyatt family, m- most of all. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but again, I think if had they kept them together, it, it could it, it could have been, been something. It could have been something, um, but they broke them up, so it uh it, it kind of fizzled out for me. But I, granted, Eric Rowan's uh, appearances on Talking Smack have been next level, like weird and great. Yeah, like it's Renee Young's been, been, been selling the hell of it, hell of it. So and uh, let's talk about this women's money in the bank match that's been announced, dude. That I, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I mean, they've been letting the women actually be wrestlers. I mean, even on Raw. Yeah. You have Alexa Bliss beating the hell out of Bailey with a kendo stick, <laughs> and they're gonna have a they're gonna have a kendo stick in a pole match at Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules, Rules yeah, for and Extreme so, Rules. And so, I mean, let the women wrestle. Let them do the same thing that the men do. Let them have a brutal ass ladder match at Money in the Bank. So you know, speak. Let's you know. Uh, let's talking about Raw. They they've announced some matches for Extreme Rules. Once again, we have. Roman Reigns probably headline. We're not headlining, but in a, in a, a fatal five way, in a high profile match. Him, we got Roman Reigns, we got Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor, Bray Wyatt, and Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe's winning this. You think he's Samoa Joe? If they don't give it to Finn Balor, I, yeah, because I'm thinking Finn, man. Yeah, been, Finn's been finally getting his push. Samoa Samoa Joe, Brock Lesnar, though. Hmm, come on. I mean, that'd be great, but uh, I, 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 I really, really want to see Finn Finn Balor get it. I, I think, think he, after after he got, I mean. Not WWE didn't rob him of it, but fate robbed him of that title. Yeah, um, and I feel like Seth Rollins robbed him of it. <laughs> yeah, that, okay, all right. Uh, but I mean, well, I, it was obviously like a, it was already yeah, it was injury. A, it, was a freak, it, it was a freak accident. Yeah, um, so nature of the business. But you think a guy like Finn, like Samoa Joe, who's been around the business, who who was a name, he hasn't really gotten a real title shot at anything. You think he's you you think they brought him in just to. Oh, um, kind of like that commercial when that that man is hang, is dangling that dollar over. There. He's like, oh, I got almost you got it. You think they 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 came, they brought Samoa Joe in it to, to kind of dangle this over his head and not give him a, a shot at least? WWE hasn't known what they're they've been doing yeah, with Samoa Joe since there. he got yeah. called up to the main roster. You got a point there because he was Triple H's uh, flunky. Yeah, and now what is he? Uh, nobody knows. He's just yeah. he's just there to beat up Seth Rollins. <laughs> Apparently, that's that's all they've been using him for, and it's you know it's getting stale. I mean, I love. I mean, I'd love to see it. Like, if it wasn't Finn, gotta be Samoa Joe. Yeah, I mean, I'm tired. We're tired of seeing Roman Reigns. 
Seth Rollins with it. Seth Rollins is kind of like up in the air right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Finn is a he. Bray Wyatt and Finn are both kind of up in there because they, you know, they swapped Bray over from SmackDown to Raw at an awkward time, in my opinion. But hey, what do I know? We got the Hardys and Cesaro and Sheamus in a uh, steel cage. That's going to be fantastic. Oh, That's yeah. I cannot Anything, wait. Anytime you give Jeff Hardy something to jump off of, <laughs> it's going to be a good time. <laughs> So and, and I hope that's the end of the Hardys versus Shazaro because Sh- is that their name? Shazaro, yeah. Okay. It's because uh, I gotta be creative. You gotta do better. Go ahead. I mean, I get it. I mean, these two tag teams trust each other to do some stiff matches, but I want to see them fight some other folks. Yeah. And yeah. It. it it's kind of yeah. It's a little that whole that whole thing is a little bit stale. I, I the the Hardy the Hardy boys could do a lot more against somebody else as well. And Cesaro and Sheamus have like. What what was it? what would what did you call him? Cesaro. 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 I mean, I, you know, Cesaro was is one of my. He's actually one of my favorite wrestlers. Oh yeah, Cesaro Orton. is. He's dope. He is a physical specimen, and yeah. he can wrestle good. And he's like the Jason Stats. Does it stay? Oh yeah. He's like came out in the transporter. Yeah. <laughs> Man, he's he he deserves so much more. Yeah. So, I I mean, granted, this this him pairing him with Sheamus is great. Yeah. They're fun tag teams to watch. They're definitely they're definitely fun. Um, speaking of Raw, while we're on the subject, what are your thoughts on Kurt Angle and his and the job he's done on Raw so far as GM? Now they haven't brought back Stephanie. Um, she went through a table. I think she might still be sitting in that table in, in Orlando <laughs> for all we know because we haven't seen her, which I'm not mad at. But uh, I, I think I, they need Stephanie. I mean, Kurt really? Angle is a great comedy GM. Yeah, but everything feels so haphazard, and it's. I I've, think Kurt Angle needs a foil. I guess it's it's hard for me to take him serious as a GM because he's continually talking about getting mm-hmm. back in the ring. So it's just kind of like, all right, he's going to do a Triple H throw himself right. in a program with maybe a Seth Rollins or or a Finn Balor or something. I, it's the GM angle works great when they they are there for a reason. Bring Rey Mysterio back, make him GM, somebody like that. Yeah, we we need a commissioner to be his foil. Yeah, like that hands down. I don't think he I don't think he can carry it alone. Yeah. Stone Cold would be a great foil. Ooh, Stone Cold's got his podcast. He's not coming out for that that ranch. Uh, <laughs> God, what I would do to see what I would do to see an actual stunner be done. I think we'd all love to see an actual stunner. And plus, oh. we know that the Kurt Angle uh, Steve Austin pairing would be just fun as hell. Oh yeah, yeah. well, and they had such a great rivalry back yeah. in the day too. Like to see them to see both those. Wasn't it the hair like? Wasn't it Stone Cold that shaved Kurt Angle's head originally? I believe <laughs> yes. that. I think like, he, sti- he still has that bald head. So <laughs> I just stuck with him. Yeah. No pun intended. God, the sun right now is beating down <laughs> in this room, and I wore all black today. And God, it is so hot. No, time out. You wore all black and brought a rain jacket. I did bring a rain jacket. It looked it looked bad out today. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time to do what we do best before we end our show. And what do we do? We enter the zone. We got sound effects for days. So, oh, uh, yeah. Nathan- <laughs> what, what we got today? So Paul George did not make the all-NBA team this year. As a result, he is not eligible for the $70 million pay raise from the Pacers based on the current CBA. Because the all-NBA team is determined by the press, not by stats... My question, does the press have any business determining how much money an athlete could be making? Not no, but hell no. But the other caveat to that is, okay, if we're going to give it to the players and the coaches to vote, how are you going to make sure players aren't just voting for the friends, even though they don't deserve right. it? I mean, Paul George, he had a heck of a year 
where they when they got rid of all of his players, not just him, even having a Dame. Um, oh, yeah, I mean, Dame ha- Dame has benefited from these yeah. kinds of bonuses. Yes, he definitely I mean, has. Paul George is not the first person to lose out Anthony, on Anthony yeah, bonuses. Davis last year, year before that. Mm-hmm. Well, and also, I mean, if if Paul George is so worried about that seventy million dollar pay raise. Um, why does he let them put that in his contract? It's, part of, it's, oh, it's, it's part, part of the CBA. It's part of the CBA. Oh, okay. Collective bargaining agreement. More so as an incentive, mm-hmm. but if he, it, it's like your 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 the result is left up into the press's hands, like you were saying. I think there's some reputable people in the press who oh, yeah. are like, yeah, they they get a vote, and maybe for all for I don't know who has a vote. For all we know, most of the people who are reputable. Mm-hmm. But there's, I feel like there's some, regardless of which way you go, there's going to be some bias on who decides who gets what. Because I feel like Dame is a top, in my opinion, Dame is a top five point mm-hmm. guard in the NBA, oh, yeah. regardless of how you feel about him. But other other point guards have just had good years. Paul George is a top five small forward in the NBA, hands down. But other players just had better years. Yeah. I used I, all my picks on Myers Leonard. Because it, I mean, this is, it's a, damn, dude. <laughs> just messed I, up everybody's train of thought. It's it's a similar argument to the old ranking system in the NCAA for football. Yeah. You know, coaches versus press. Yeah. Which poll do you defer to to determine who the number one team is? And I have a little bit more faith in coaches and players using the honor system rather than just abusing it to because they recognize talent. This is talent that they face day in and day out throughout the whole season, whereas the press is just observing from a distance. Yeah. I mean, I think... Again, but the press is also observing the, uh, these guys day in and day yeah. out and can be a quote-unquote uh, objective or mm-hmm. yeah. obje- obje- subjective voice here. But it still makes me uncomfortable that the press corps has power over salary. True. Yeah. But let's talk about, real quick, I- I'm looking at it. Let's talk about the players that made it um, instead of Paul George. LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard. You can't mm-hmm. question either one of those mm-hmm. yeah. guys. Um Giannis Atta, uh, how do you say the like, Greek freak. The Greek freak, there you go. Giannis, uh, KD, both amazing years. And then Draymond Green and Jimmy Butler. So Butler played out of his mind on a Bulls team yep. that was pretty mm-hmm. much depleted. Draymond Green, to some people, is the heart and soul of the Warriors, and I can I can agree with that. Giannis had his coming out party. KD is KD. And then LeBron and, and Kawhi are both MVP candidates. So can you really make a case that Paul George deserves to be there? Not really. I mean, yeah, for first, second, or third team, nah. No. <laughs> not, not really. It wasn't It wasn't the season. I mean, and then, uh, uh, you know, the other players who have more votes than him, Carl uh, Anthony Towns had an amazing year. Let's see who was. Gordon Hayward had an amazing year. Paul George finished a few votes above um, Gordon Hayward. I, the time he wasn't great. No. He's, you know, coming up on his fifth year. Yeah. Getting out of that those rookie contracts. Yeah. I mean... I you think should, he should, but you should have a good year every year. Well, he had, he had a great year. I'm not, not saying yeah. he didn't have a great year. I think he, in order for him to get this, he would have what should have he would have to finish. You know, the Pacers could, should have had to been a you know top four or five seed. Yeah, but there's just allegedly that many great teams in the East now. Apparently, allegedly, allegedly. Um, but yeah, you know, shout out to PG thirteen. Uh, sounds like he's going to be a Laker at some point in time. Right. Um, I don't know how. I don't know why, but. I personally would want to play for Magic, but that's just me. I think that'd be uh, that. I think that'd be a good fit. Yeah, it, it 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 would be a good fit. One one last thing before we get out of here is Magic just came out and said Brandon Ingram is the only untouchable player on the Lakers. Yeah, agree, disagree. They invested a lot on them. They, yeah, they did. But you, you got D'Angelo Russell sitting there too. And it it does it is bewildering that D'Angelo Russell is the expendable player in any trade. Yeah. Uh, it. Because he's he brings so much he is he brings so more to the team than most of the Lakers. Yeah, but if you got to trade, I guess he is the biggest yeah. chip. And this all goes back to 
big baller brand. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I think I think that's magic. That, I think that's just the writing on the wall that just clearly states that they're gonna go. They're going Alonzo Ball. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and get out of here on that one. I see the looks on everybody's faces. It's kind of like it's just kind of like you guys. You just you just drink some sour milk. So holler at us uh, twitter.com slash uh, at the zone podcast hit us up on our email the zone podcast at gmail.com always shout out to our producer nathaniel jams always putting in all the effort doing all the work me and riley just show up and, and riley looks cute i just show up um shout out to my uh, my man young biscuit yep oh, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll see you next I week i love that nickname thank you <laughs>